This is Profit from the Inside with Joel Block. Insights to give your business the inside track. And now, here's your host, Joel Block. How do very smart, very creative, and very innovative people work together, putting egos aside and doing what's in the best interest of the company? How does such a company go from being an idea to becoming a public company poised to change the trajectory of the pharmaceutical business? To answer those questions, Iris Binkovich. Iris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. So you have uh, you have accomplished a lot. I mean, what you're describing to me is, is a fascinating thing, and I, I can't wait for you to describe this. Tell us real quick, what is it exactly that your company, you're, you're a, like a medical pharmaceutical kind of company. Tell us what the breakthrough is that you've made and, and what you've accomplished. I think it's a small one injection that delivers CBD for a whole month. Instead of taking twice a day for 30 days for specific skin condition, disease, epilepsy, uh, pain management, a person can have one injection and then consist release of CBD in the bloodstream. Uh, so as simple as that. So, 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 so somehow, and you don't have to explain how this all works because that's not, that's kind of above all of our pay grade, but somehow you, you give a person an injection one time and instead of lasting for some hours, it lasts for 30 days, it leaks itself out over time. Exactly. Uh, we know, all of us know that cannabinoids is the very safe and it has high therapeutic efficacy on the body. Uh, but a lot of people say sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Uh, so we put this inside a small capsule. We load a lot. Uh, it's a multi-layer capsule. Uh, it's injected like the, vaccine, the COVID vaccine, small injection. And then every few days, another layer of this capsule open and release CBD into the bloodstream. So and wait, wait, wait. When you're talking about a capsule, you're not talking about like a big thing. You must be talking about something kind of microscopic that goes through a needle, exactly. right? Uh, I think the, the name is like a nanodrug. It's a small, uh, you know, we cannot inject the whole gallon of milk. Uh, so it's very concentrated. Uh, we load a lot of CBD. Uh, we, do, we do the small injection, and it does. Uh, you know why? Uh, today, the traditional uh, way of administration, uh, when the drug comes into the body, the CBD or the cannabinoids, 80% is destroyed by enzymes of the liver. So we are overloading ourselves in order to achieve a therapeutic level. So we are bypassing the first metabolism. We are not going to the liver. We are injecting the blood. Uh, so you need much less, and you get 100% of 100%. So it's a multi-layer capsule. You inject it, and you have sustained release over the month. We have proven in dogs that they have no pain, they started running after they were laying around. Uh, we have proven dogs that they don't have any epilepsy seizures. I was surprised, but dogs have epilepsy as well, like human beings. So, so is this, um, what, what surprises me is the efficiency. So you're saying that when you normally would take it, 80% evaporates or goes away or something doesn't, doesn't go in and work, but the way you guys do it, 100%, so there's... I mean, that, that's like kind of amazing to me. 
it uh, it is uh, quite amazing. I'm very fortunate to work with, with Professor Petty Bermond. In '95, he got the first uh, nano drug approved by the FDA, and today, the, this uh, anti-cancer drug is being uh, market distributed by Johnson and Johnson. So we are very lucky to have him on board uh, developing a, a small uh, injection for inocent. So, so first of all, you're an Israeli company. You're located outside of Tel Aviv, and and so this scientist had developed something a long time, some time ago, and now he's working on this new thing with you. How long have you guys been working on this? So uh, we are Israeli based uh, R and D, but we actually uh, went public. I, I was the first Israeli company to do an IPO on the CFC, Canadian Canadian Security Exchange. Uh, so the Company which is public is the Canadian holding company, which is traded both on the CFC and on the OTC. So, what which uh, which exchanges are you uh, public on? Just are you public in the United States? Yes, we are public on the United States and the OTC QB under INNPF. We are public on the CSC Canadian Security Exchange under INNO. And we are public in Germany, in Frankfurt. So we are being traded there almost the 24 are, hours. You know, are, are the, uh, how are the different exchanges pricing? Are, are they, do they price similarly or are they, are they widely different uh, prices on the different exchanges? Eventually, uh, the closing is one closing all over. Uh, I think the uniqueness, uh, it's uh, when the markets are normal, that's this increased volume. Because uh, we are being traded by German people, Canadian, and US, uh, so we get a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, do you uh, do you get a lot of press? I mean, is the press picking up on this? Are are companies talking about this? Is the media talking about this? Yeah, if you Google Inocan Pharma, you see, I think every month, uh, at least one or two articles. Uh, Inocan. Is a, you see it in Yahoo, you see it in Seeking Alpha, uh, quite a lot. Uh, Innovan is actually innovation uh, cannabis uh, because we bring, we deliver innovation. We have this uh, one injection for, per month. This is one activity. The second, we load the CBD onto stem cells uh, that provide a specific delivery to damaged cells. And the third, uh, we have uh, about more than 14 families of patents for the specific skin condition, different topicals uh, that we validate, provide efficacy. So it's a really unique uh, combination of uh, actually three different companies in one. So let me understand that you, you've talked about CBD a couple of times. Is this specifically for CBD or is this? For, uh, for other kinds of medicines in the future, too? So we are, let's talk about the injectables. Uh, we are focusing on cannabinoids as the primary. Uh, now, as a pharma, you stated, we are a pharma company. We are talking about molecules, not the whole plant. Uh, understanding the FDA requirements. So from day one, we are working on the FDA basis. We are using one molecule. It's called API. Active pharmaceutical ingredient, 99.999%, uh, clean. Uh, and this is 
exactly what the FDA wants when he authorizes a new drug. Uh, so we are now talking with the plant. In our injectables, we are using even a synthetic uh, CBD. Uh, we start with the same uh, activity. Now, in the future, we can do CBD, CBN, CBG. There are 460 different molecules. We have the terpenes, the THC, and a lot of CBD, CBG, CBDA. So eventually, uh, and this is the Innocon strategy, is to out-license uh, this technology per indication. Uh, the, law, the, the target is reaching humans and really helping them, taking from farming into farm. Uh, but step one is going to be targeted uh, the veterinary market because we see such a high rate of efficacy in dogs, very good results, and really helping dogs in different Does it, uh, does it have uh, other veterinary applications, like for farm animals and, and other kind of uh, livestock? Uh, what I can disclose, public traded company, uh, we did uh, two kind of tests. One is for uh, pain management and arthritis, and the second for epilepsy. So I guess there are additional farm animals that will benefit uh, from this direction. That's interesting. Okay. So um, tell us about the journey to go public. What, what was it that, you know, how, how old was the company and where was, what was the company doing when you made the decision? Not when you went public, but when you made the decision to go public, what were you thinking about? So I must, uh, it's not just me, it's a teamwork. I just, I want to just introduce my uh, co-founders and then I will introduce the financial way. So our active chairman is uh, Ron Veron. He worked on 21 years in Teva Pharmaceutical. He was the CEO of Teva. Teva is the largest generic uh, drug manufacturer worldwide. So it was quite a challenge. Uh, when we're discussing in 2017, taking a really pharma guy to a cannabis company, but the strategy is, was taking, again, farming into farm. Uh, the second co-founder is Joram Drucker. He is an Israeli entrepreneur. He was the co-founder of Pluristem, Brainstorm, and, and various companies which are listed uh, currently on the NASDAQ. And uh, as a table, the fourth guy is Zanir Avram, who's in charge of uh, developing our topicals. He worked on the innovation team for Perigo. Uh, myself, I have a degree in chemistry, uh, but all my career was in healthcare, uh, international, a company startup from idea to full commercialization. So going back to the end of 2017, uh, when we established Inokan, uh, we actually had the $120,000 in the bank. Uh, we were the first Israeli company to do equity crowdfunding. Oh, really? Oh, so, mm. six investors. After one month and a half, I had $1.2 million in our bank. Hey, just and so, just, just real, real quick. Uh, what are the basic crowdfunding rules in Israel? I mean, I'm, I'm quite familiar with what they are here in the United States, and maybe we can compare, but what are the basic rules in Israel? So, uh, it's you have it's like a mini prospectus, uh, the information you have to submit. Uh, 
they did uh, due diligence for uh, three months. And again, I was the first company to do this. So we actually wrote the law uh, together uh, with our attorneys. Uh, so, you know, it's like a mini prospectus uh, in place, uh, having everything in a, in, in a true manner, because as I said, all the backgrounds of the people in my team are uh, public companies. Uh, one is also active uh, chairman in uh, Ice Cube, which is resident and the NASDAQ. So we brought the, the capital uh, public market experience. Did, did um, so, so what happened? Like uh, you said 600 people, they what each put in like uh, $200 or $2,000? No, or so uh, the average was about uh, 5,000. Uh, it's more like uh, it's in Israel. So one, one. Uh, $1,500 was the average, uh, but it went up to uh, $10,000. So I spoke with about 40 investors per day. Not all of them invested. People called me, oh, why I didn't invest? Uh, this was in uh, 12 cents. And then we got the $4 million from uh, one of the richest women worldwide through her family uh, fund. Okay, wait, wait, wait a second. So you got your first money from 120,000 from crowdfunding. No, no, no. I got a hundred from 120,000 from friends and family. Oh, okay. 1.2 million. Oh, gotcha. Okay, there you go. That's that's good. That now now makes sense. So then you had five, six hundred people that put in, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever it was a piece. So now you got another million or million two. Then a, then a wealthy person came along and put in another four million. So th- this is so th- this is how companies get done. They get in state their stages. They're called rounds. Yeah. We we and my partner we flew into Canada uh, because we didn't want to do any spy or anything. So we established Inocan Corporation, a Canadian entity. We started doing the full prospectus, the full IPO. We managed, we were the first Israeli to do that. We merged the Israeli shares into the Canadian share because I had more than 200 investors, so I was public. Uh, we did a two-day fundraising, the IPO, which was like, you know, my mother, she did a Tupperware dinner when we were in the, in the state. So I did two, two days like this. We got another 1.5 million. This was in 18 cents. I started with 12. 16, this was a diaper of 20 cents. And then uh, we did a secondary uh, with Canaco, the Maki and Haywood. Uh, we did a private placement. Uh, in October, we did uh, another private placement in the state with the AGP uh, Alliance. And that's it. You know, a lot, a lot of people. Uh, listening are probably thinking, well, gee, that sounds so hard to go through all those different stages. Why don't you just go to a big company and have them put in a bunch of money? But I've heard, actually uh, was involved in a situation where a company, a small company like yours did that. They went to a big company and they got a bunch of money. And the big company goes in and does all this examination. They look at all their trade secrets. And these are very sophisticated people. And they ended up stealing the company away from the little company. So in a certain way, I think you did it exactly right. I mean, I think it's, you did it the hard way, but you did it the better way. So, you know, kudos to you. Congratulations. That was really awesome. 
Thank you, Joel. This is only the beginning, you know. Uh, the three years and we are a public company traded. I actually got uh, 10 million out of exercise of share by my investors. Uh, because we have achieved milestone, 99% of the uh, warrants holder and option decided to exercise their share. That sounds pretty good too. So, so your market cap right now is sitting at around a hundred million dollars. That's which is pretty good. Uh, are most of the investors are they feeling good about the progress that you're making? Most of the investors are not selling. They're not selling. Uh, yeah, this is why you see less volume now. Uh, we are waiting for better times. The, the market will uh, rise again. Um, they have patience. They saw what uh, we have achieved uh, in the last three years. Uh, they see the, mar the numbers that work uh, before, uh, until, until you know, April. So um, we are very lucky. Uh, you know, now what, what really happened in the COVID and I saw that there's no boundaries. They can get us by email, WhatsApp, Facebook, LinkedIn. So they ask questions uh, on Twitter. So we try to answer as much as uh, we can the public information. And uh, they follow us. We are very transparent of uh, our uh, achievements and updates. And we bring something new. Yeah, no, that sounds, um, it sounds really interesting. So what's, what's been the big challenge? Is, is the challenge managing the scientists and the engineers? Is the, ch is the challenge managing the stock price what what's the what's the really hard part for you it's uh, it's all 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 of above <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a challenge uh working with scientists you have to explain and you have it's a professor it's a worldwide professor that are developing uh, our technology uh so you have to build trust takes time, but we have managed to do that. Uh, it's understanding, I'm pushing, I'm pushing everybody. So they have to have a lot of patience uh, to, and a lot of uh, energy to provide uh, what is needed in my eyes, <laughs> in my point of view. Uh, but it's a, I think it's a challenge, uh, knowing the market, uh, knowing the investors, knowing uh, the public market. Uh, I think from my experience, having the ability to ask questions and not hesitate, and uh, I rather sound stupid, but I want to understand everything very thoroughly. Uh, so I think this is a really advantage, not hesitating, uh, asking any questions which doesn't seem I have a full answer to them. Yeah, you know, it just... Uh... My sense, because you have a little bit of a, or a rather technical background, but you know, to me, working with scientists is is a is a challenge because I see the world in a certain way, they see it in a different certain way, and getting those two things to line up has always been hard. So do you find that because you have a, you, maybe you speak their language better, that that makes it uh, easier? I think you get their respect at the beginning, but uh, you know, it's luckily uh, for me. Uh, to work with two scientists who are really connected, and this is very lucky for Innocent, to their commercial side. 
פרופסור חזי ברמוץ, In 95 he got the first FDA approved drug and licensed this. Now regarding this specific cancer drug, Doxil, D-O-X-I-L, its patent expired four months ago. He did the generic, he got it approved by the FDA and he licensed this. And he has two more drugs he got approved by the FDA. So he's very, very well connected to his commercial side. Uh, so this is fantastic. Uh, the other professor we are working with, uh, Professor Danny Oppen from the Tel Aviv University, he's the co-founder of two companies. So uh, I don't know if it's luck or this is the type of people we looked to collaborate with, uh, but it's a win-win uh, scenario for all of us. Do you, do you, uh, what are some of the big milestones that are, that are kind of on the horizon before you can take this, uh, to a wide audience? Are, are there some more things you have to do before you can go out to the whole world? Uh, yes. Uh, I think the next step is, uh, safety and toxic, toxicological tests. Uh, this is about three months and uh, a quarter of a million dollars, give and take. Uh, then, Uh, you know what uh, we can do and we have been forward uh, in got interest from different uh, institute hospitals we can do compassion treatments once uh, we do this uh, so every step we are doing this uh, the safety and toxicology for rats and uh, mice and dogs so the next step this is the next step And I think the challenge is really uh, to allocate uh, as a primarily a veterinary company that would be interested uh, to collaborate and uh, concentrate on the out license uh, for veterinaries. Uh, we did a test uh, survey and just in the States, there are 75 million dogs, especially after the COVID, uh, 15 million suffer from pain arthritis and different symptoms, 75% of the dog owners already use CBD on themselves. And they are discussing with the veterinary, they use the dogs. Sometimes they give the dogs their CBD, which they buy on the internet. So having, you know, one injection once a month by the vet, it's a win-win scenario for all parts. Do you think do you think that the big application here is for animals or for people? No, I think the big application, of course, it's for people. But step initial step is getting uh, out licensing deal for the veterinary, continuing accumulating the data for human application. And so then, so but, but so your company though, you make a delivery mechanism, which is like somehow you, Mm-hmm. Put this molecule so it leaks out in little pieces through an injection. Uh, can they can they apply that to any kind of medicine that that needs time release? Uh, the answer is yes and no. Uh, it has to be it's not applicable for all ingredients. Uh, we had a real challenge for at least six months long cannabis it's a big molecule. it's a triangle with a tail. So it does not dissolve. This is why it's very hard to dissolve in the body. So it, it was very hard to load uh, 
enough CBD in the capsule. It was very hard to dissolve the CBD in substance to load them. So it is, we have several patents covering this technology. So nobody can, you know, take this and tomorrow imitate us. Uh, it's a sophisticated system. Eventually, the system is suitable for a lot of drugs, but you need development time, allocating money and efforts to reach. It's not a automatic. Yeah, this is really got to be exciting. What what um what kind of illnesses like for people like looking down the road? What kind of illnesses would would be addressed by this kind? Of, I mean, I, I just don't have any. Can't even imagine it. It's like so far outside of my my. So range. um, if we let's start with the territory we have been disclosed as a public company, we know GW they have an FDA drug for epilepsy. GW was bought by Jazz Pharmaceutical early this year. And we understand that their patent is going to expire. So this will give them maybe a new delivery system to enhance their patent. So epilepsy is one. Uh, secondary is pain and arthritis. Now, we talk about pain, we think about the body, people having pain, back pain. But, you know, also kids with cancer, they have pain in between chemo. So, and they are using today CBD and they vomit up and it's very hard for them to adjust, swallow and intake. So reducing pain between seizures results is also uh, an application. Now, the cannabis has been researched for a lot of indications. We primarily give precise, accurate control with this delivery mechanism. So the application of white white. This I, this is it's it's so uh, it feels like uh, so futuristic to me that they could put something in you that would last like a whole month and it would like this little molecule dissolve slowly. I mean, it just the whole thing seems so futuristic and so uh, hard to understand. But I, I really can imagine that for people that have serious medical problems uh, that have to go to the doctor every day or administer a shot every day or whatever they got to do. Uh, and I imagine sometimes it wouldn't it wouldn't be uh, uh, three days worth. I mean, or, or thirty days worth. Maybe sometimes maybe something needed to be done for seven days. Could you put a seven day dose or a three day dose, and it would dissolve? They can make whatever size they yeah. want, right? Yes, but uh, listen, there are more than twenty uh, nano drugs approved by the FDA, layer by layer. So the FDA are familiar with this delivery platform. Uh, you know. Taking for one month, it's ideal because you won't have any symptoms. Uh, why doing it every three days getting a shot? It's much better, you know, if, if a mother had a kid with epilepsy, beginning of the month he gets an injection and he has no seizure for a whole month. This is, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, so it's going to start with the longer term things because it's, that's such a big convenience to uh, to save 30 days worth of injections. Exactly, yeah. The patient compliance. I think the world is is, is charging uh, into patient compliance, everything, having everything more uh, suitable. Yeah. Well, so what's the, uh, I mean, you know, I imagine that uh, the business model is you licensing this to pharmaceutical companies, right? Because you don't make the pharmaceuticals, you, you make the delivery mechanism. 
we will transfer the knowledge. Uh, we will transfer the knowledge. Uh, I don't think at this stage, uh, if once we partner with a big pharma company, we don't have to manufacture the pills and this. I think it's, it's a knowledge that uh, we will share. So what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that many companies are going to license your technology or is one company going to try to buy your company so that other companies don't get access to the, to the mechanism? I think it's too early to know. Uh, the company, uh, I mean, we have two different uh, activities. So this is only one. And we are not for sale. We are here to grow value. Uh, all the management team have uh, more than 30 years experience in the various fields. We are moving step by step, creating a big, nice company, diverse company. Uh, step by step, why running out to selling this cheap? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, it's, it's, it's not that you want to sell, but I imagine somebody's going to want to buy. <laughs> Eventually, no money talks. <laughs> at the end of the day money talks that's uh, that's the way it is that's kind of the worldwide message uh, that everybody needs to take away well listen you know whenever um, whenever we have a guest on the show and um you know we ask them to deliver the inside track something interesting the best smartest fastest way however it is that they get things done uh you've talked about teamwork you've talked about your innovation you've talked about being the ceo of your company and uh you know whenever somebody lives up to the promise of our show of delivering the inside track we call those people advantage players and uh you certainly have done that by sharing uh, you know what you know and what you did and what you're doing uh and that makes you an advantage player to us so thank you very much iris for being on our show and sharing what it is you shared and uh thank you for being a friend of our show thank you for having me here you've been listening to profit from the inside with joe block for more insights and to learn more, visit joelblock.com. How about a shout out and a huge thanks to our podcast show producer, David Wolf, and the team at Autovita Studios. Profit from the inside wouldn't be possible without these wonderful professionals. To learn more or to find out how you can launch and produce your own podcast show, reach out to www.audivita.com. That's A-U-D-I-V-I-T-A.com. Produced by Audivita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.